Hi, Dimes, and welcome back to the Dime Diaries podcast. I'm Blair Buchanan, and I am going to be your host. So, okay, my cat's deciding that right now is when she wants to scratch on her scratching post. All right, she's done. Anyway, today's topic is quitting Juul, quitting nicotine, quitting vaping, vaping nicotine. So... This is my experience. It's it's going to be hard for me to talk about. It's pretty, I don't know. I, I'm embarrassed about how I used to be, but I'm proud about how I've gotten through this. I was fully addicted to nicotine from 2017 to partway through 2020. And I definitely have an addictive personality. But that being said, the jewel was marketed towards me. I was the demographic they were going for, um, you know, a college girl, person, college student, and I fell right into the trap, essentially. So anyway, let's, let's get into it. Once Jewel became a part of pop culture, or I mean, at least in my circle, I saw it everywhere. Um, My boyfriend at the time and all of his friends and his frat were all using it. It seemed cool. seemed like people were saying it was an alternative to cigarettes, people who had previously not even smoked cigarettes, Uh, but everyone was doing it. It was small and cute and customizable. You could get jewel skins, which is like a sticker you put on them. You could get, just put a regular sticker on it. I personally painted mine with nail polish and made them pink. Like they were super cute and customizable and didn't make you smell like cigarette smoke. And the the kicker is uh, that they came in these really yummy, delicious flavors. And my my personal favorite was mango. I used to say that I would only hit mango pods and only use mango, even though they were more expensive than the other pods sometimes and whatever. But once they outlawed mango and the flavor jewels, um, I was using Virginia tobacco, which is just as gross as smoking a freaking cigarette. But anyway, I digress. Um, (laughs) So I think it was early 2017 when I started regularly using my boyfriend at the time's Jewel. And then shortly after that, I bought my own device. At first, I think I justified it to myself by saying like, I only use it socially. I'm only a social smoker or I only go out and use the Jewel. I'm I'm only using it when I'm drinking. And I'm not saying that's a good excuse, but that's what I told myself. Um, at first, but then I started using it sober and alone, not socially, and justified that by saying it was just something I was going to be doing in college. It was just a phase, a college phase, and I could quit anytime I want, and um, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to quit, but when I want to, I'll be able to quit. I mean, those were the kinds of things that went through my head when I did have thoughts of, this is bad. It's all bullshit, but (laughs) it was just the nicotine talking. It was just the addiction talking. And um, a couple months later, I was fully, completely addicted. Um, Yeah, I was consuming about two pods a day, one to two pods a day, 
which is equivalent to more than a pack of cigarettes worth of nicotine, much more. And spending at least $30 to $40 a week on pods, at least, you know, sometimes $60 because I would get two packs a week if it was a really stressful week. For about two years, it was literally an extension of my own arm and it never left my possession. I kid you not... My cat's going crazy, but I kid you not, I have, and I compiled a folder of pictures of me doing things, and the jewel is just there in between my fingers, just constantly with me as if it's a part of me, and it's just so embarrassing to look back on. It's so embarrassing to look back on it. It's like, why was I proud of something that's not good for you that I was doing? Some, why was I proud of my addiction? It's just, I mean, my parents, my mom, when she found out, was disgusted of me. I remember there was a time where I was carrying around a portable charger so I could charge my jewel in case it died because I could not be left without some nicotine. I also started to take advantage of Jewel's warranty program, where you go online on their website, you submit a support request, you put in your like device number, whatever that they all have on them, and complain that I don't know, there's something wrong with your Jewel, like it won't, it like it won't work anymore completely, or the juice leaked into it just it won't charge like all sorts of things you can make up any excuse and they'll send you a whole new jewel pod without you even i'm sorry a whole new a whole new jewel device without you even like proving that it doesn't work so of course once i figured that out after a jewel had broke i figured it out honestly and then i started taking complete advantage of the whole program I did it so many times. I honestly compiled a large collection of jewels. At one point, I had like eight, I think. And I did the same exact thing with the warranty program for the pods. Got so many free pods until eventually they caught on to what, I mean, I'm sure other people were also doing. So, yeah. But they don't really... It's not as easy anymore. You have to like send in the faulty pods or something. I don't know. But I, I stopped doing that after a while. But, um, you know, eventually I started to do things that were out of my character. They just weren't weren't me. I see. I can only really see it in retrospect. And, and in the moment, I, I'm lucky that I was self-aware enough to notice that I was doing things that weren't out of my character for me. Um multiple times, many vacations, I bought other random nicotine vape devices just so that I could use something while I didn't have my jewel. The things that were out of character, I started lying to my boyfriend, I started lying to my mom about what I was doing, when I was buying pods, and then um, like how many I was actually smoking, etc, etc. And I even started to buy jewel pods over food for the week over my groceries. Not proud of that for sure. That, that was kind of a, a huge red flag for me. Um, but overall, my mind was just constantly 
thinking about when I was going to get my next nicotine fix. I really didn't even have any space in my brain for any other thoughts, and I only can see that in retrospect. I was never really present. I was constantly thinking about the jewel, thinking about nicotine, thinking about how I was going to get the money to get the jewel pods, how I was going to get the jewel pods, how I was going to blah, 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 blah. Um, and, you know, this was a socially acceptable addiction. Like I was saying earlier, you see it at parties, you see it being passed around everywhere. You see it, people in their cars, people on the sidewalk, people everywhere were using Juul and other products like Juul. But I think in the last couple of years in the media, it's become more and more clear the harmfulness and the harmful effects of this incredibly addictive substance, um, especially for youth. And when I realized I literally had become the face of this youth epidemic of addiction to nicotine, to vaping, I knew it was time for me to make a change. And I tried for months and months to quit, but I just always ended up giving in. The cravings took over. I couldn't get through the withdrawal. I just, I would always somehow convince myself, justify it in my head that it was okay or that it was the last time or whatever it is. And then one day, um, at the very last minute of a session with my psychiatrist, I blurted out, I literally didn't even think about it. I usually prepare what I'm going to talk to my psychiatrist about because I think I'm just like that. I like to prepare for things, but I didn't realize, like my body just spoke without me even trying to. I just blurted out and spilled all the beans about what I was going through. I told him about my addiction and how I was trying to quit and I just kept failing and how I realized that nicotine is just making my anxiety worse, which is why I was seeing him. So it's like, it was relevant, but anyway he prescribed me nicotine gum which was something that I didn't try because I I really didn't think I don't I don't know why I didn't try it to be honest but once he prescribed it to me first of all insurance covers it or at least mine did which was amazing because I know it, it can be rather expensive I guess I just didn't I, I don't know. I'm not really sure why I didn't try it originally. But anyway, he was really, really, really supportive of like the whole timeline of quitting and letting me know that it's really freaking hard and overall just validating my struggles with quitting and how it's it's not unusual for people to try and try and try again and just keep failing because nicotine is so addictive. So that's that was amazing. But I honestly don't think I would have quit and would have been able to quit if it wasn't for him. So thanks, Dr. But anyway, I think um, I'm going to read you guys a little excerpt from my journal um, during the beginning of my journey. So this was on September 16th, 2020, of trying to quit and I've already smoked. I bought a puff at a low moment of desperation. Why couldn't I have been stronger than the cravings? Ugh, it's so gross and embarrassing. I picked up my prescription of nicotine gum today, two milligrams of nicotine in each piece. It tasted horrible and made me feel sick to my stomach, but then, after a little, it felt amazing. I had zero cravings whatsoever and finally had room in my brain to think. Without the constant thought 
of when, where, and how I was to get my next nicotine fix. I had a sense of relief and freedom that I haven't felt in a long, long time. I really need to quit. It's going to be a rough ride, but I know that when I come out the other end, I will be a much happier and healthier person. Here's to hoping I stick to it. And then here's my day two journal entry. Forcing myself to write this right now. I hit the puff once and then there and then threw it away. Then I got weird and threw away all my jewel paraphernalia for good. Not sure how to feel about it, but I do know it's a step in the right direction. Cravings, of course, continue today. I like the nicotine gum, although it doesn't taste great. It seems to work though, so I'm about that. Okay, so tomorrow I will have absolutely zero ways to smoke a vape unless I literally go buy a new one and I don't want to do that. LOL, I wish this shit wasn't on my mind so much. It feels like I'm the only person in the whole world that feels like this right now. I meditated today before my exam and it was great. I need to start doing that again, but it was supposed to be a pre-exam five-minute guided meditation. I just googled and clicked on the first or second one and the weirdest thing happened. The guy leading the meditation started talking about quitting habits and resisting your urges, that kind of shit, like right when I was having cravings. It's a crazy world we live in. All right, so of course it was not an easy task. The rest of my withdrawal quitting journey, um, I went through all of the typical withdrawal symptoms really, really bad headaches. I had zero energy. I had, of course, nicotine cravings. I was really irritable and grumpy and grouchy. I had trouble sleeping. I was restless during the day. I had brain fog out the wazoo. I was super depressed and in low moods all the time. But you guys, I got through it. And I'm proud to say that I have zero cravings today. And I do not have any desire to use a jewel or any other nicotine product. And that's why I'm here talking about it now. I've gained so much clarity since I've stopped. And it's just, it's so crazy how much better my mental health is now that I'm not addicted to nicotine. You know, it's it's insane. Um, I really never thought I would get here. I never thought I would say that sentence. I never thought that I would be the success story of quitting. I really didn't. But here I am, and I'm here to say that it's fucking possible, and please don't give up. It's a hell of a journey, and it sucks so much. But the end goal, the final product, is so much better, and life is so much better. I'm so much happier, and I have more room in my mind to think of all the other things that I would like to think of that's not. When am I going to hit my jewel? When am I going to get my next fix? Blah, blah, blah. So if you're struggling at all, I completely understand. And I really would love for you to reach out to me. I'll be your support system during this time. You know, there's really no shame in asking for help. I don't, I wish I had asked for help months and months before, but it's okay. I'm here now and I'm here to say that it's possible to quit. Just, there's really no shame in asking for help when quitting such an addictive substance like nicotine without my psychiatrist, again, I don't think I could have done it. And plus, insurance covered the cost of the nicotine gum, which was great because, of course, my addiction drained my bank account. And 
yeah. So I don't think I would have been able to quit successfully if it weren't for the gum either. But I also had the support of my boyfriend, my mom, and my sister-in-law. I opened up to them about my journey, and I updated them honestly about what was going on. And they were so understanding and so helpful, and they kept me accountable, you know? And I wanted to do it for them as much as I did for myself. Yeah, so that's that's all I'm going to say for this topic. I really, really hope this was helpful to someone out there. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to end on one of my favorite quotes, um, Glennon Doyle, Untamed. This is hard. We can do hard things. It's an easy, simple quote. It's only a couple words, but it's so meaningful and so powerful because we have to remind ourselves that we can do things that suck, you know, as much as they do suck, we can do it. We can get through hard things. It's not going to be hard forever. All right, you guys, it's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to my story. I really hope you enjoyed it. Also, if you have any topic or guest recommendations, just let me know. I would love to hear from you. DM me on Instagram. My handle is at Dime Diaries, or you can email me at dimediaries at gmail.com, or you can go to my website, dimediaries.com, and fill out a form. Um, So thank you again for listening and I hope you have a fabulous week.